Hello, everybody. Welcome to Walk with Ethan, the wrestling podcast, episode 13. I'm your host, like usual, Ethan Black. I'm with my co-host, Jonathan Crooks. He's on a phone call right now, so he can't talk at this moment. <laughs> but we are going to go over this week's shows from Monday, February 27th through Thursday, March 2nd. And we'll give our predictions at the end of the show for Revolution this Sunday. So let's just go into this. So we'll start with Monday, February 27th. We'll start with New Japan Pro Wrestling and CML's Fantastic Media Night 5. From Corgan Hall in Tokyo, Japan. So the opening match we had uh tag match just four guys, Doki and Yoshiba Kamaru, defeat Kasui Fujita and Ray Kamura via figure four on Fujita. Five minutes and eighteen seconds. Second match we had Master Bar and Tiger Mask Four to be Ghetto and Hydro 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 Day Fallon 03 via Fenadol on Ghetto four minutes thirty-two seconds. And a non-title match with CML World Heavyweight Champ Alto Guerrero defeating Captain Suicida. Via Guerrero special 10 minutes and 17 seconds. And six-man tag team match we had Los Encanal by Say Pone, Junior Wichi Hiro Takahashi, Tsuya Naito, and Bushi. Defeating number 0.6 man tag team Al Despera, Rusuke Taguchi, and Barbara Cavanaro. Via Jackknife on Cavanaro, 9 minutes and 7 seconds. More six-man tag team match with Okamar, Atlantis Jr., and Hedges Hero. Defeat NW World Historical Middleweight Champion Mystico, Magic of Valencia, and Duas Gardena. Via Kanjiro on Blanca. For 13 minutes and 43 seconds. Follow Jordan V. Tambero for the top row Frankensteiner, 14 minutes and 25 seconds. In the maven for the World Walterway title. Teton retains against Silver Junior for and more, 12 minutes and 4 seconds. I recommend checking that match out. <laughs> so that was fantastic. Media there. And then we'll go to AW Dark Elevation, also from February 27th. So Emery Sakura defeat Rochelle Rivera, 2 minutes and 52 seconds. Uh, the Kingdom, Matt David, Mike Bennett defeat Aguila and DJ Sparks, 2 minutes 55 seconds. In Trio Sash, we had Visa Burns, Manager, and Nala Rose, Timo D. Monty defeat Brittany Brooks, Maserati, and Miss May, 2 minutes and 58 seconds. Powerhouse Officer, Daniel Evans, a minute and 28 seconds. The Ferns, Ethan Page, Isaiah Cassie, and Matt Hardy defeat Bra- Action Braxton, Ice Wings, and Watson, 3 minutes and 24 seconds. And a uh, non title match, warning about a woman's shame with defeat Daniel Camilla, 3 minutes and 19 seconds. In the main event, Konezki to catch to be Lee Johnson, 6 minutes and 43 seconds. So, dark elevation. Now we go to Monday Night Raw. So, we kick it off with Lita and Becky Lynch right at the arena before we head to a video commentary between the Uso, same as they had last week's SmackDown. Excuse me. There we go. Speaking of bloodline, here comes one half of the Osprey Tag Champs, Jimmy Uso and Sola Sokoa. Make the way down the ring. Jimmy Uso, he grabs a mice Everyone talk about the problems with the bloodline. He's in my look that way from the outside, but fam- but families fight all the time. Jimmy says, if you come for one member of the bloodline, do you come for all the bloodline? He says, Owens and Zayn have an unsuccessful attempt to bring him down. That says, Cody Rhodes will not beat Rowan Reigns. Jimmy promotes Reigns' appearance on SmackDown this coming Friday and says, him and Sakul are here to remind everyone who will draw. Then here comes the Street Profits. They hit them with a microphone in hand. They mock Jimmy, they mock Jimmy and Sequoia, making fun of Jay's Uso's absence from ringside. Street Profits call him out and say they can't wait for stay away because he's tired of keeping the bloodline together. Forces Jimmy and Sequoia have the nerve to come to their show to do Brains' dirty work. Before Jimmy tells them to keep Brains' mouth name out of their mouth, and the Profits say they want smoke, so they go after Jimmy and Sequoia and send them out the ring. They close that salmon. <clears throat> so we go to that match now. We got. 
the bloodlines retreat profits of Jimmy was on Angela lockup. <clears throat> Dawkins whips Jimmy into the corner, but Jimmy comes back with an open palm strike and tags in Sokoa. Sokoa hits a chop, but Dawkins comes back with a drunk takes him forward. Street Profits deliver a double drunk before Jimmy takes and hits a right hand. He falls up with a hip up, but Ford delivers another drunk, takes in Dawkins. Dawkins delivers a splash in the corner and falls with an insecurity in the right hand. Solo takes and pounces at Dawkins with a right Sets it to a break. After the break, Sokoa hits a small drop to Angelo. He fires with right hands and hits a hip attack in the corner. Delivers a super kick to Ford on the apron before he turns to a back up from Dawkins. <clears throat> then Jimmy and Ford tag in. Four passes up right hands and falls with an upper kind of layer. Then he hits the back of the extended moonsault. Goes for cover, but Jimmy kicks out. Four doors and ends a carry and sends to the top, but Jimmy meets him there. Four hit bots on hits the from the heavens for a two count. Four hits a thrust kick in the knee. Jimmy fires back into Gary, but four fires back with a spine buster. Solo makes a blind tag as Dawkins tags in. Jimmy he gets Jimmy in electrical position as four hits goes to the top of Solo saves Jimmy. Then hits Dawkins with the small spike to get the win at 11 minutes and 35 seconds. Not a bad match. I get 6 out of 10. And then after the match, we got Bloodlum continuing as Tree Profits. Sokoa grabs a chair and plays over four in the corner. Looks at him. Looks to charge him, but Kevin Owens runs out of nowhere and hits him with a kick. Then lays out Jimmy with a stunner. Excuse me. We come back from break. Brock Lesnar's music hits the ring where the VIP lounge has been laid out. Lesnar sits while the coaches as MVP hits him with a mic in hand. MVP's in vision. Lesnar steps to challenge on behalf of almost, and Lesnar fights him to join him in the ring. MVP declines to do so, so Lesnar he has no problem with them. He says he's on business and came to ring came to the ring to hear his pitch for a WrestleMania match with almost, promising no suplexes will be given out. MVP gets in the ring, sits down on the other coach. Lesnar says he was insulted by what he said last week and tells him to give him the pitch. MVP says Lesnar is the beast and his opponent is hit with an F5 or suplex and they are done. He says if you put your hands on a giant, then the giant pushes his hands back on you. He says the beast can subdue any man by giant will conquer a beast. Lesnar tells him he made a damn good case and accepts his challenge and he says they should shake on and drink on it. So they shake on MVV, pops over champagne. Lesnar tells not to do that, then says he'll gross the good stuff. He pulls a canteen out of the inside pocket of his vest and makes a toast. He takes a swig out of his canteen, then offers it to MVP. MVP says he better drink the champagne. Lesnar shoves the canteen against his chest. So MVP takes on fear of being attacked and asks what's in it. He says it's white lightning. And MVP takes a sip. He finds it too strong, spits in Lesnar's face. Excuse me, he tries to help Lesnar rub his face, but Lesnar pushes his hand off and lays him out with an F5. So, unfortunately, he is. Um, got the match almost. I don't want to see it. No one does. I know John doesn't want to. I've ever seen Lesnar and Lesnar again. Or Lesnar and Lashley 4, but whatever. Uh, close that statement. Then we go to the second match. We got the winner of the Rumble. Cody Rose goes along with Chad Gable. Rose to the drop toe and gets Gable up on his shoulders, but Gable escapes and hits a right hand. There's Boone sets the top of Rhodes meets in there, hits a inferred superplex, sends it to a break. After the break, Gable hits a dragon screw to Rhodes. He sends to the top, looks for a diving hip up, but Rhodes moves out of the way and delivers a signature slap. He falls over the powers over a disastrous kick 
for a two count. So Cody locks in the figure four. Gable grabs the bottom round, breaks the hold. Cody hits a right hand to Gable's head and looks for a second disastrous kick, but Gable catches him with a German suplex. He follows up with an elevate DDT and a moonsault off the top rope for a two and a half. So they're trained chops. Rhodes sends Gable out of the ring, catches him with a tool base suicida. Gable calls for Otis, but Otis dragged with something. So Cody points to what is we think is Maxine Debris, goes for a referee count. Otis realizes he's tricking him, so he got thrown in the barricade, gets back, lays out Gable with the Cody cutter and crossroads for the win at nine minutes, 59 seconds. I gave it nine, sorry, seven out of 10. Wasn't, it was a good match between those two. Once a match of the year. That wasn't too bad. So after the match, Rose calls for Mike and says resume is 33 days away. He said he gets to step it in the ring Roman and instead the range will be on SmackDown's coming Friday because he'll be there too. Do we go backstage? Brian Sizes with Baron Corbin. He says Corbin requesting his time, but Saxon cuts him up, runs over to Kevin Owens. He has Owens if he's worried about the consequences from the bullying due to his actions on the show. And Owens says he isn't. Everything has something to blow. It's got the consequences of their actions. We come back from break. We go to Judgment Day. Damian Priest tells everyone to rise for Judgment Day. And Dominic Mysterious is a little favorite with Ray. Last week on SmackDown, he rags on his father and he would be on SmackDown to describe Ray Ripley's general match with Liv Morgan. He says he will show the world what a coward he is before Rhea addresses Char Flair and said she doesn't have a word today to word to her because she knows. When she steps in the ring with her, she now acceptance in her eyes says walk out wrestling and smack the woman's champion. Finn Balor did address his edge, says their issues aren't until he says so. So he challenges Edge to a match at May to put in in things for good. Then we head to Otis and Maximil Miles. They probably jump Max and Dupree as Otis he had considered Chase considered her offer. She said three of them will love to see him in action tonight, then go for Adam Pierce. Then we go to that third match. Carmelo goes well with Oscar. So Master of Law, Oscar starts right hand, falls up with serious kicks and knees. She looks for an ankle up, but Carmella escapes, still her several run for Elvis to sent on. Oscar delivers knees to Carmella's hip for Carmella rolls to outside for a breather. Oscar changes the back in the ring and charges at her, but Carmella sends her to the outside, delivers a kick to the head, says to a break. After the break, Carmella stops Oscar while she laughs. She delivers kicks and German suit and sends Carmella to the outside, hits it. Kick off the apron. They get back in the ring. Oscar was go flying off the top of Carmel. Rolls out of the way. Doors kick to Oscar's head. She rolls up Carmel, but Oscar locks in the arm and short submission for the win at eight minutes and 50 seconds. I give this five out of 10. Wasn't too bad. Hello, John. Good afternoon. Oh, look, he got off his phone call. <laughs> <laughs> He is here, guys. He's just on a phone uh, call. How's the people's doing today? <laughs> I guess they're good, John. They're good. <laughs> uh, did you do... So, yeah, so basically, Oscar beats Carmelo. That gets her a fan for the Wild Women's Tall Match, which you figured on the road to Mania, she's not losing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, ask him. Ask. Oh, oh my God. After the match, Oscar calls out World Wrestling Bianca Belair to the ring. Belair, she comes down the ring. She's just like Oscar's tone. Hopes Oscar's her talk how to tear the house down before Sugar Spawn and Carmel tags him from behind. Did you see the Lesnar uh, VIP lounge yet, John? Yeah. 
Oh, Lesnar and yeah, with the Oshu. Almost, yeah. Yeah, or almost, yeah. I'd rather see Lesnar and Lashley four, honestly. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just wondering how they're going to swing, like how they're. They probably won't. Uh, they probably won't do a thing. They'll probably got to save for me, you know, just because they probably want that big moment where Lashley at fives, um, almost like what Hogan slammed Andre the Giant. They probably want to repeat that just with almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's a large man. He's tall. I mean, he's on Big Show. <laughs> he's a he's a big man. Mm-hmm. And then I like where uh, Lesnar gave him, and then he's like, "What's this?" And he's like, "It's white lightning." And I'm like, "I don't want to know what that is." <laughs> white lightning. That's funny. But uh, yeah, so Oscar could be Carmella and basically tied from behind. That's that's matching her and Bianca next week. Speaking of more women, we got Cancel Ray going with Piper Niven. Lurie charges at Piper Niven, then she catches with a short tackle in her right hand, but Lurie kicks the back of her leg. Piper looks for her senton, but Lurie rolls out of the way. Piper plans her hit to run senton, gets her in a chin lock, whips her into the corner face first, and pushes her to the outside. She tosses her back in the ring, with then she sticks across in the barricade, gets back already. Lurie rolls her up for the win at two and a half minutes. Eh, this was our four. T- I, I thought they wanted Piper to be like, undef- not undefeated, but like. I guess they protect her in a way, I guess, but yeah. Two and a half minutes, too short to really give it a score. <laughs> kind of hard, isn't it, John, to rate low scores? Yes. I mean, five out of ten, I guess. Oh, by the way, do you think Valor, do you think Edge Ship Valor's challenge for Mania? Uh, I, th- yes, I do, actually. See, I know they were supposed to do the I've seen, I don't know if you've seen reports online, like from the Rumble, they were supposed to do a match at the Rumble, like Hell in the Cell, but Edge was doing a, mm-hmm. uh, oh, some Disney, I forget the Disney show or movie he was doing, but basically that's why they didn't do it at the Rumble. Do you think they'll do the Hell in the Cell, John? Con- conflict, conflict of timing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I could see it. Yeah. I can see it. I mean, do you think Hell in the Cell or do you think like a different stipulation or what do you think? <clears throat> I could I could see Hell in a Cell. I th- I I feel like you have to do Hell in a Cell though. Yeah. Because I don't. I mean, maybe a cage, but I mean, we've seen those too many times the last month. <laughs> no, I think they stick with it. So, but I hope after Mania, that's it. Like no more matches between them because this feud's been going on for like over a year. The Judgment Day Edge one, I should say. Sorry, going backwards, trying to catch John up. <laughs> Uh, we go backstage bar and with Johnny Gargano. Gargano sees Pro Luray for winning, even though Tech was shit. Nick Cross helper, whatever. Then says, Oh, it's approaching about having some hot action in the ring later in the show. Then all John's favorite people, Judge Day walks in and Gargano makes fun of them. Dean Priest looks to attack, but Balor stops him from doing so. Says, Oh, will fly him like a pancake if he doesn't, but he will next week. Just Monday and Ross for recording. So Gargano accepts his challenge. That would be good. They had great matches in NXT, so I think that'd be good. What do you think, John? Sorry, I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> that was me earlier. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, right. Valor and Gargano, what do you think of that match? Like, good? Like, do you think match of the year? What do you think? Uh, I wouldn't say match of the year. <laughs> I think it'll be 
a good match for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but again, it's like any match until you've actually physically seen it. It's hard to it's hard to judge matches until they yeah kind of come to fruition. I hate when people are like, "Oh, it's gonna be a banger," and then like, uh, I, that's there's, why there's, I don't want to say that. Not, the, the problem is, it's like in the past they've had other ones that were supposed to be bangers, but as Seamus says, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. then they weren't. So it's it's you know, do I look forward to some matches? Definitely. Definitely, yes. there's a lot of matches. Actually, there's a lot of matches coming up. I'm looking forward to actually see. Yeah, and we'll get to, well, like I said, before the revolution. Oh, Roblox Tuesday, John. So after the NXT review, we'll go do our quick predictions for that as well. That's on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's their it's special show. Uh, yep. So, where's I go? Oh, here we go. Miss, welcome to the universe, Miss TV. This is brings up celebrity guest. He wants to help Maurice and what was in an envelope she gave him last week on Raw. Do you have any guesses, John, before I give you the answer? What do you think the announcement was? Or what was that envelope she gave him? Well, I'm just trying to think right now. Who is it that the Miz has got? Thinking right now who they're kind of entangled with. Miz is not feuding with anybody. He's just basically... No, he's basically just getting his ass kicked every week. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) So he's he's just the, the ass kick news. <laughs> so the announcement is that he's going to be hosting WrestleMania. Oh my! Yeah, that's quite the. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised in a way because I mean they're in California this year, and he lives in LA. So I mean, I'm not surprised by that to be honest with you. No, he is the social media man. Hey, now he does some TikTok dances better than most TikTokers. <laughs> That's a hot take. So, yeah, not a big fan of the Miz, but I will admit though he can dance. He can dance. I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit when it's due. <laughs> well, I mean, he did TV before WWE anyway. So, I mean, yeah, that's our side rant for the day. Vic <laughs> uh, is hosting duties memorable. Then it says he, it, what his wife had to ask him to get a job as host because no one's gonna do it like him. I seen better. Whatever. Uh, he says nothing can bring him down. Then he says Seth Rollins. He says Seth Rollins. Sorry, Seth Rollins' music kids and he makes his way down the ring. Miz asks what he's doing. Interrupts the special moment. Said Rollins he doesn't want to rain on Miz's parade. Yes, you do. Miz says he has been doing that the past couple of weeks. And Rollins says he's delivered curse stunts because he's been a jerk in a bee hole. You could guess what the bee means. Uh, Miz says he is. He's not. He's an A person, not a B one. So, for Rollins says he tried to get rid of Logan Paul. Basically, what the joke was. That Rollins called when Miz says he's not a beeper today, so Rollins called him an a-hole. Ha ha. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was funny, but I mean, yeah, it was pretty funny. I will give him that, but little child is, but still funny. Um, well, I shouldn't be talking. I think I'll, we all, I find fart jokes still funny. So, what do I know? <laughs> uh, Dragon Hole, Logan Paul. He says Miz no has his number. and one where you could do everyone. Miz pulls out his phone. But tells Rollins he won't do him breaks but being the host of WrestleMania. So Rollins basically beats him up to get his phone. So he FaceTimes Logan Paul. Paul picks it up. Rollins says Miz is out of commission. That's how Jake was doing after his fight on Sunday. Did you hear about that Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight, John? Or Oh, I seen the Jake Paul. Oh you, oh, oh, you seen the fight, did you? <laughs> that just goes goes to show you there, you know, that uh 
Seriously, hot. Train of thought. Yeah, he keeps flopping in and out. <laughs> no, it just goes to show you that once he stepped into the ring with an actual, you know, fighter, actual boxer, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, is Tommy Fury. Uh, I would say he's, well, he's, I mean, he's a boxer. That's mm-hmm. just what he is. Well, his family's all, they're all boxers. Yeah. So, I mean, well, people were like, oh, because I guess there's a, I don't know if you've seen it or not on social media before I continue with this review. Uh, basically, there's a script going on, going around about Fury and like Tommy Fury and Jake Paul fight. I'm like, there's no way that's real. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but I mean, I don't know. But I'm glad he lost, Jake Paul lost though. And then Logan Paul's like, who wants my part of uh, Pride? Ricochet's she's like, I'll take it. <laughs> Because Logan bet his um, stakes, I guess. I forget what the word he actually used, but like stakes, a prime that entered. I don't know. Well, anyway. there's, other, there's other social medias that I've seen that. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse that, me. Jerry, uh, you still owe some money for that fight. Yeah, I've seen that too. But I mean, I mean, I'm, you, you knew he was going to lose some time. Well, I, do, I didn't think he was going to win an, an actual. Real boxing match. No, oh god, no. Now Logan wants to fight him to get revenge on for Jake. But wait and see, I guess. I'm not a big boxing f- I, person, I, I but pers- I see I, I personally think Logan's got enough on his plate that he needs to just kind of let his little brother do his thing. Yeah, I, I like, I don't mind. I mean, I'm not a big Logan f- fan, but I mean, I think Logan should just stick to the wrestling part and his prime and stuff. But anyway, if, if anything, if anything, Jake Paul needs to, you know, get some, get some good trainers. I mean, he can, he's got good trainers, but obviously, he needs to train some more. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, go for a second bout just to see, just to see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Ron challenges me in face face next week. Paul accepts. Figured. Uh, so Rollins says, says bye bye bitch hanging up on his phone yeah, I showed you that I clipped John I thought that was, I, I don't care that shit's still funny uh, Rollins looks through the ring but decides against it and hits a curse up to the mist and that's same it so we're getting Rollins and Logan face to face which they'll probably officially make the media match official official <laughs> right now it's unofficial official but basically confirming our the rumors you know what I mean but I think that would be good yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big Logan Paul fan, and I know John, you're not either. But I think he's been good in the ring, though. I will give him props for that. Oh yeah, he has. He has been. Hmm? I think he's been with the one. No, that's three sides. Sorry, there we go. All the wonderful things going on here in the house. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's okay, John. Uh, <laughs> so we go backstage. Uh, Kathy Cuddy's with damage control. Bailey's best for confidence. EO and Dakota Tanner was tag titles. We'll get to that later. Then U.S. champ Austin Theory approaches Kathy Cuddy and asks why they are being interviewed while he isn't. He's upset that John seems to be double rather than him. Then since he'll be there when he appears next week on Raw. 
that will probably be another Mania match that's going to be officially, officially confirmed. <laughs> Do you want to see that, John? Austin Theory and uh, Cena? Oh, yeah. That's going to be... That would be good. I think that would be good. Do you think it needs to have the title on the line, or do you think they should just do it like non-title? Yeah, I don't think they need to put title on the line. No, I don't think so either. I think. I mean, I mean, my question is, is you know, uh, Cena. Like, I mean, he's he's more like a guest appearance now. Part time, like, yeah. Part time, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he's more involved in film mm-hmm. so you know he's kind of like kind of like the rock in a way and and yeah you know where you know guest appearance type thing where they just kind of show up for special matches or whatever yeah exactly so, so putting a title on it no uh, no I, I, I wouldn't put a title on it i wouldn't either i would be surprised if they do though but i personally my I'll, opinion... make, I'll make i'll make a prediction on it i'll take it go ahead Theory's gonna win. I can see that. To be honest, with you. I think he should. Though I'm not a big the- Austin Theory fan, but I mean, Cena should put him over. Mm-hmm. Cena don't need the win, honestly. No. No. And speaking of WrestleMania stuff, uh, Bobby Lashley gets Elias. Why? Uh, Elias wastes no time. Hits Lashley. Right. Lashley basically body signs us on the outside. We see Red Boots watching on and taking notes backstage. As Elias is lashing the barricade, throws him back in the ring. Lashley. Hits the flatliner spear, locks in the hurt lock for the quick win at a minute 35. I one out of 10. This was a squash. Rick Boogs, you know, he reminds me of Rick, Rick Rude. If Rick Rude and someone else had a Freddie Mercury, that's who it was, had a love child. <laughs> yes, and there, yeah, John. I, I, I can see that. Like Rick Rude with the short hair, I mean, not long hair, Rick, Rick Rude, like, like yeah. late, not like 97 Rick Rude. That's what that's the year I was trying to think of. There, John. I'll, I'll I'll help you with your age group here today. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't make me feel old, you bastard. <laughs> you tend to do that to me on a regular basis. What are you talking about? I know. Hey, the difference is, though, I'm just kidding around. <laughs> hey, I've, I've got the history. <laughs> I know. Hey, now. I didn't, hey, I didn't say I was thankful. <laughs> thankful, because... Democrat. <laughs> uh, what were they After the match, Lashley grabs the mic says he's not in a good mood. When are you ever in a good mood? He says he won his match in chamber because Lashley hit a low, or Lesnar hit a low blow to him. Me and John are getting your thoughts. I don't want to keep going back to that. Then says he don't have time for Bray Wyatt's kid games. He puts him on nose, tells him to keep his mouth, name out of his mouth. Otherwise, he hurt him. I got a, I got Will Smith, Chris Rock vibes off, uh, off of that. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. Uh, and speaking of why, he appears doing the muscle man dance and plays as Flash is the last doing the dance. Then he tells him to run. Basically, that's, again, unofficial, unofficial for Mania. I don't know. Do you have any interest in this match at all, John? Or wait, or the key word from last week, wait and see. Yeah, that's definitely a wait and see match. Mm-hmm. The story, I don't care, but I mean, hey, it might be a good match. I don't, I don't know. But like we said on Sunday's episode, wait and see. <laughs> Excuse me. And then we go, oh my God, sorry. Backstage, Chelsea Green complained Adam Pierce, posting to Ottawa, Illinois. Boy, tell her mistake. 
Carmella then appears as Pierce wants to see her. Pierce tells her she has a match with uh, Bianca Belair next week, then tells her to at least take a call. Then Carmella and Greenbottle are how rude Pierce was being. Cool. I, I don't care about this Karen gimmick, honestly, to be honest with you. I mean, she's making it work, but I, I, I just don't care for it, to be honest with you. I do with her at work anyway. <laughs> you can too, John. Don't worry. <laughs> at her at her shoot jobs, full time jobs, we get to deal with Karen's all day. So, yeah, I love it. <laughs> right, and the next match, uh, Otis goes one Johnny Gargano. Gargano hits series of forms. Otis fires back with a back fist and a splash. Second splash in the corner. He charges Gargano, but Gargano sends him into the post shoulder first. Falls in a pair of draw kicks and it's Gary to hit a kick to his jaw. Otis rolls to the outside, gets some encouragement from Maxine Dupree. Gargano looks to go flying, but Otis catches him, throws him on the announce table. Mosse and Mansois try interfering, but Dexter Loomis appears and drags him out of the building. And then that's allowed Gargano hit one final beat, put Otis away for the quick win at three minutes. Nice. Yeah, two out of ten, but it gives Gargano some momentum heading into his um, match with Ballard next week. Then we go to the main event, uh, women's tag team match. Eos got to Kokai defending against Becky Lynch and Lita. So Eos and Leo lock up, start the match. Lita hits a short title, tags in Becky. Dakota Kai takes in, they lock for Lita hits a back elbow, looks for a twist of fate. Sky and Lynch take back in Lita. Lynch and Lita hits Kai with a double suplex. Lita takes in, hits an arm drag with Becky Lynch. Dakota tries to interview, but Leah stacks her and Sky on top of the turn in the corner, hits a splash off Becky's back. Dearest Corps rolls outside for a breather, but Lynch levels them with a cannonball, says it to a break. We come back from break, Lynch to drop kick the Kai off the top rope, then delivers a reverse DDT flat line combo to damage control, then kick the Kai's face followed with diamond dust. She locks in the disarmor, but EO breaks the hole with a drop kick, so the spill ash spills to the outside. Sky hits a moons off the ropes to Lynch. She tosses Lynch back in the ring, hits a drop kick, takes in Dakota. Dakota hits a boot and a scissors kick to Lynch for a two count. Dakota hits a scorpion kick and a few elbows. They level each other with double clotheslines before Bailey tosses Danish Wild of the women's tag toss. The referee catches her and sends it to the outside, and then that allows the traction pull lead off the apron. Then a fellow Canadian, Trish Travis, music hits. She hits on the ring and takes out Bailey, then encourages lead up before Lynch makes the hot tag to her. She hits a hurricane but Eo looks for the over-the-moon salt. Leah ducks in his twist of fate. Goes to the top rope. Bailey tries to knock her off, but Trish takes her with a chick kick. Dakota tries to interfere. Lynch locks in disarmor, and Leah hits the lead assault for the win. The win the tag is at 13 minutes, 25 seconds. Not bad, maybe. I give it 6 out of 10. And, John, I did spoil this on you before watching it. <laughs> but yeah. Do you think they'll get a six-woman tag? That's what, I, that's what I'm getting off this after this tonight. On Raw, sorry. Yeah, that would be. I could see that. It's uh, definitely a good. Uh, it'd be a good six woman tag if it, if they did. Yeah, I seen someone. I seen a few people saying like, do either either do the six woman tag, which I kind of hope they do honestly, or mm-hmm. the other option was basically like have Becky and Lita defend against either Darius Control or Ronda and Shayna like on one night and then do Trish and Beck uh, sorry Trish and Bailey or do no I already said my option I'd rather see the six woman tag honestly than splitting them up you know what I mean I don't know if you're in the same boat or what do you think
I have to step away for a moment. I'll be right back. No problem. So anyway, so next week's Rob. So Gargano goes to Battler. Rob and Shane Bianca Belfast coming in a non-title match. And Kevin Owens goes to Solo Sokoa. So that was from Raw. So now we're on Tuesday, February 28th. We're on the we'll start with the final night of the New Japan Pro Wrestling CML Fantastic Mania Tour. So the first match, Yunaka Shima and Captain Suicida defeat Kuzi Fujita and Magica Blanga via Boston Gravel Fujita, four minutes and 58 seconds. Tiger Mask 4 to beat Hydro D. Fanlino 3 via Tiger Suplex, nine minutes and 28 seconds. <clears throat> Eight man tag team match with LIJ defeat Ryo Oyawa, Sujoshi Kojima, Hiroshima, Ray Kanuma via Springboard Double Stump, Oyawa, six minutes and 51 seconds. Suicide so Gardena defeat Okama via Okama via Kudi at seven minutes and 15 seconds. Silverado so Drew defeat Head Head Surgical via Heel Hook, 13 minutes 34 seconds. Number Boy takes my tag champ, El Desprout, Tambera, and Father Jr. defeat Samuel Wilhelm with Jim Alto Guerrero, Barbara Gaunar, and Mashaba for Destroyer on Kawanar, 14 minutes 17 seconds. In the main event, NW World Hair Circle Middleweight Champ, Mystica defeat Atlas Jr. for La Mystica, 16 minutes and 2 seconds. So it's New Japan. They run an NWA power very quick, so Father mm-hmm. defeat me just two minutes. And in, in the women's television title tournament qualifying match, Kenzie Page for Caitlin King, eight minutes and two seconds. Okay. And then Billy Ray versus Mike Knox win the middle contest. So that was NWA. And I'll run down dark from this past Tuesday real quick. John, this show had 14 matches. Oh, my. Yeah, so have fun catching up. <laughs> uh, so Ashton Dredd defeat Tony Depp in 9 minutes 37 seconds. Eva Udo defeat Jade Spade 4 minutes and 6 seconds. Parker Boudreau defeat Joe Alicito 2 minutes and 15 seconds. Sean Dean defeat Infish's Cash 3 minutes and 47 seconds. Little Gray defeat Sarah 7 3 minutes 21 seconds. Willie Mack defeat Joe Keys, 4 minutes and 59 seconds. Shane Taylor defeat Adrian Alanis, 3 minutes and 19 seconds. Lee Morar defeat Ferry Morales, 4 minutes and 50 seconds. Arjun Singh defeat Blake Lee, 2 minutes and 54 seconds. Sky Blue defeat Dream Girl Ellie, 3 minutes and 31 seconds. Air Fox, Mike Sadow, and Todd Flight defeating the Trustbusters, 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Sam Singh defeat Jackson, Jackson Drake, Jay Malazzi, and Oliver Sawyer, 3 minutes and 13 seconds. Pierre Avalon defeat Dean Alexander, minute 46 seconds. And best friends of Dan House in the online chain, Orange Cassidy defeat Anthony Henry and Jay Drake of Work Horseman, 10 and a half minutes. So that's AW Dirk. And when I get down to Dynamite reviews, uh, results, John, you're going to be sad about a couple of them. So I'm going to wait at once we get to the Wednesday shows. <laughs> you're not you're not going to be happy with one result. So, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm not, I'll, I'll wait till that. I'll wait till we get to the Wednesday shows. <laughs> You're like, oh no. <laughs> uh, so we'll go to NXT and and this will go down a roadblock prediction. So we kick it off with North American champ Wesley was in the ring. As we see a bunch of stars, Braun trying to get to him first. Malik Blade and Andrews Nolfe are having a rock, paper, scissors match. See who could face him. Okay. I mean, that's pretty, that was pretty funny. Uh, all of a sudden, Dabakato wipes them both out. He was going to get in the ring, but Apollo Cruz comes out of nowhere and takes him out. Nathan Frazier making his return and officials officially answers the call. I feel like, remember the good old days, John, with the hardcore title? 
Yes. That's what it felt like to me. Only it was pretty much all right. Well, all right. First one in the ring gets a title match. But I mean, hey, I'm hey. He like leaked everybody. I'm like, hey, that was smart. <laughs> uh, so this was a good match. Uh, excuse me. Last week hits a short tackle. They trade submission holds for Frazier gets the upper hand and hits an arm drag. They both level each other with draw kicks before Lee hits a kick to Frazier's head. Then they shake hands. Lee sends Frazier on the apron. Frazier drags Lee to the outside, looks for a moonsault. But Lee ducks, the looks go flying, but Frazier ducks out of the way. That's also a commercial break. We come back from break. Lee, fr- sorry, Frazier has to kick to Lee's head. Constant looks to go flying, but Lee moves out of the way. They take each other with cross bodies before Frazier hits a slam. They both go on the top rope and Frazier hits a superplex. Then rolls over uh, to a twisted neck breaker for a two count, paying homage to his trainer, Seth Rollins, just put up the Falcon Arrow spot. Lee hits a sound of Frazier on the top rope, but Frazier hits a kick that sends him to the floor. Looks for a splash, but Lee ducks it, so Frazier crashes into the announce table. Lee hits a crotch screw over the top rope, gets him and hits the cardiac kick for the win. Uh, 13 minutes and 37 seconds. This was actually a fun match. I give it 9 out of 10. This is one of the matches I recommend checking out. After the match, they help Lee helps Frazier up and they hug each other. Oh, bromance. <laughs> uh, JD McDonald re- details his retina injury before calling Ilya Dragunov. McDonald says they push Dragunov's level of violence up to new levels and home permanently. That's probably going to be on stand deliver. I don't know. Do you think that too, John? Yes, I agree with you on that, actually. I think that one should have a stipulation, honestly, probably like a Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Not n- let's not do the eye for eye. So in 2020, John, like during the COVID, they had so they're at the Warren Center and Rollins and Ray Mysterio did the eye for eye match. We don't need yeah. that. We don't. No. We don't. We don't need that. <laughs> no. I think like these two have great matches, but I think this one should have a stipulation, and I wouldn't be surprised if that stand delivered. But they'll probably try to do it sooner. But I save it for WrestleMania Saturday. <laughs> Then we go backstage to Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. You know who they remind me of, John? The, the if APA and Smoking Guns had a love child, child. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, they like cause Southern. Yeah, yeah. And then they like to kick ass. So there's the APA part, and then Smoking Guns just how they dress. <laughs> uh, Briggs knows something's wrong with Jensen. And wow, there's a guy on. Anyway, I'm going off topic here. Uh, Brooks says things have been the same with Cam Jensen's or Valentine's Day date because Found Helly blocked it, but we don't need to get back into that. Briggs hides the most chance the Brooks Jensen from six months ago will be problem telling things work with her. Then they head to the ring. We come back from break. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell's with Hank Walker. She asked Walker if he's looking to capture the North American title or prove himself to Drew Gulak. And he said he was a little bit both. Axiom walks and tells Walker he couldn't believe he wanted to. Then they had a pull up brawl. We'll get that match later in the show. And tag team match now. We go Andrew Sheerfear, Mahan Sanga goes against Josh Briggs or in Brooks Jansen, or as I call him as a joke, the new APA. Just like Braun Strong Ricochet's team Baldy. <laughs> uh Sanga hit the boot to Brooks Jansen. He looks for a slam, but Brooks escapes and takes in Briggs. Josh Briggs loves Sanga, but looks to take Brooks in, but Brooks distracted. But realized Briggs wanted to make the take. Fear Mahan takes and hits an elbow drop. Sango takes back and hits a short tackle to Bison to look for an elbow drop. Brooks rolls out of the way, takes in Briggs. Briggs breaks down Sanga and delivers a right hand. Briggs and Jensen argue while Fear Mahan take and hit the million dollar lariat for the win at three and a half minutes. I give three out of ten. This, eh, 
almost a squash match. Then after the match, Jinder Mahal grabs a microphone, challenges Creeper to a six-man tag, what a part of their choice at Roadblock. We know who the partner is later in the show. We come back from break. Nathan Frazier's being checked on in that goal. Office Mackenzie Mitchell stands by the interview room. Katana Chance runs in, says the medical office officials needed outside to see Wendy Jew clutching on in the parking lot. Oh no, the NXT parking lot strikes again, John. Yes. Uh, well, in reality, though, she does have legit injuries, so that was basically her way of writing off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they they had to do something there on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they said that she had she legit had an injury, so that was her way of getting right off the show. Uh, so Gigi Dolan comes out to the last one we hear the toxic trash and music. Then she she can handle the physical pages that Jamie has put her through. She says, "In the first time that someone close to her has heard her," and says, "Jamie made her realize who she really is." She's a talk that drives all about glitz and glamour, but know who she is. She talks about the pain her mother has put through and how she ready from home to show her little brother they can escape their abusive household. Then says she'll hammer the final nail in the coffin at Roblox. I'm a little surprised they're doing it at Roblox. I actually thought this would be like stay and deliver, to be honest with you. Well, I thought, honestly, I probably would have waited till stay and deliver. I mean, we'll get our predictions after, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we go to video chase you to Hudson encourages the after her recent abduction before Andre Chase begins his lesson on factions. Schism then appears on the television behind Chase and tells Chase you to Hudson the Hill to move under Schism's tree or to be dismantling them. So Andre Chase challenges Joe Gacy to a match of Roblox. Okay. Uh, Dijack calls out Tony D'Angelo for causing the North American title twice. Dijack promises locks D'Angelo down for good in their jailhouse street fight. Well. I'll talk about that in our predictions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then we get our known term for the women's home. Miko Samoa goes against Zoe Starks. Their train uh, submission holds for Samoa hits a kick. Starks fires back with a clothesline and Samoa rolls to the outside. Starks looks for a slime baseball kick, but Samoa ducks out of the way, hits a kick around, sends it to a break. We come back from break there, train right hand. Samoa hits a DDT in a standard splash. Looks for a knee, but Starks rolls out of the way, hits a wear hip, hair whip. I don't know why I said the first time. Climbs to the top rope, but Miko trips her, sends a crash into the mat, then hits a modified back side slam. Zoe fires by a pair of kicks, falls with a running kick, sends to the top. She looks for 50 splash, but some more rolls out of the way and hits the Death Valley driver and then Scorpio rising for the win at 11 minutes, 27 seconds. I give this 7 out of 10. This was fun. Get some momentum hitting the women's time match Roblox. Then after the match, Rocks and Perez gets in the ring, stares down some more. I think that'll be a good match. What do you think, John? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'll be a good match. And then uh, on Twitter, Shawn Michaels reviews who be part of the Great Hill Water Effect. This has to be set up some. I honestly, I don't, I don't want to see Shawn in the ring. Honestly, to be honest with you, anymore. Old Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So in twenty, so you know how. <laughs> so basically, lost a taker twenty at WrestleMania twenty six in twenty ten, mm-hmm. like. I mean, he did pretty good. He was one of the rare wrestlers who actually stayed retired. But, John, keyword, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know how WWE's doing those shows in Saudi Arabia, right? No. So, in 2018, at Crown Jewel in November, November basically did a DX and Brothers Destruction. Ugh. Ugh. They, brought, they brought them all back. Yes. Yeah. I've seen videos on that. Oh, did you? I did. 
oh that horrible michael's that the we all all wrestling fans pretend that match didn't even happen john <laughs> we we blocked that from our memory <laughs> we still say michael's retired in 2010 <laughs> but i mean like triple h like torn his peck in like the first like two minutes of the match and then Kane lost his mask it, it wasn't oh. it was it was horrible they're they're old yeah no shit you know uh-huh. I mean, they've got, they've got ears on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, Shawn Michaels, I was watching him when I was in, you know, junior high. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was born in 97, so I only caught him pretty much the last, like, well, because I didn't see his, I mean, I go back and, like, watch him for, like, classic reviews and stuff, but, like, me personally, like, when I, I didn't really see him much until, like, like oh one oh two, basically like from oh two, his second half is like when he came back after his back injury, where he lost his smile. Remember that promo, John? He, he lost his is, smile. He is eleven years older than me. Sean is. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, like I know he was older. I, I didn't know he's about that much to be honest. With you. I thought it would be like five or six to be honest with you. Yeah, he's eleven years on me. There's yeah, a random he, fact for the he, day. He was born July 20, 22nd, 1965. I was born May 31st, 1976. <laughs> Look, here's everybody's random facts facts of the day from John. Thanks, John. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, no, but I don't see... I, I can't see Grace and Chuck... Well, I'll just talk about this part now before we get to the rest of the stuff and robot predictions. I think he challenges to a match, but Sean's like... No, I don't wrestle and get basically like someone else to do. I could see Gargano doing it because before Gargano left NXT for a bit because he had a baby, like, well, I'm paternity leave. That's what I'm looking for. Um, Waller took him out of NXT, so I could see him doing that. But wait and see. <laughs> wait and see. Uh, we go backstage. Mackenzie Mitchell's outside the medical office looking for nothing. Wendy Chu. Tiffany Strand says people should stay out of the parking lot. Thank you for the P- PSA. <laughs> the PSA, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Every time someone's in the parking lot, you know someone's getting their ass kicked or kidnapped. Well, you know. That's, uh, that's what happens when you go to the parking lot. <laughs> you know, you do, you, as soon as you get in the parking lot, you just book it. You just run. <laughs> uh, before King Carter and Con Chance walk out, they tell Mackenzie that anything's there looking good. Tiffany continues running her mouth and Katan basically challenge for a match later in the show, which we did get. We go backstage, Creebar's discussion in this year's challenge. They they run into Damon Kemp and Julius says, well, Kemp is a bad man. That's it will take to beat Indershear. Kemp asks if it'll be the third man. And he says hell no before NXT champ Braun Breaker walks and volunteers to be the third man since they did since Creed Brothers helped them out with Indershear. So basically we get that six man take officially made for Roadblock. Uh Creed Brothers and Braun Breaker General Mahan Indershear. Then we go to Soul Rogan and let Electra Lopez. They Lopez hits the back elbow. Ruka comes back with a face buster. Goes to the top rope, but Lopez pushed to the outside. Throws her back in. Goes only got two count. Lopez says knee to her back. Falls with an elbow drop and a knee to her midsection. Then sends her face bounce off the top rope and hits a back body drop. Ruka fires up with a few right hands and a pair of short tackles and delivers a draw kick and a double on hook suplex. Lopo rips Ruka in the bottom turnbuckle, looks for a pair of brass knuckles, hit inside the corner, but Valentina Ferraz holds him up, and Lopez calls for him, but Valentina holds off and gives him to Ruka. 
Oh, which is sorry, we're gonna hit the snow snatcher for the when uh on smash go four minutes and 58 seconds i give this four out of ten wasn't the snow snatcher that move is cool it's like a flipping rko <laughs> mm -hmm. i seen it before like in on like indie wrestlers doing it but i mean that shit's still cool to me honestly i thought it was cool uh so after the match lopez gets in her face pie face for us before she sends her down with the brass knuckles then one of John's favorite tag teams on NXT, the tag champs Gallus at the pub playing some pool. Talk about the attack they suffered at the hands of Pretty Daily last week. Mark Coffey gets Wolfgang well, on fire and tells these anger. He feels his fuel to mix his next shot. So basically someone bumps in the Wolfgang and he starts and hits him with the glass and then beats him up pretty much. Like the good old days. <laughs> like the good old days. And speaking of uh, pretty daily. They pat themselves on the back. Imagine what they were like when they went back to the XP Tag Mackenzie Mitchell pulls a tweet posted by Drew McIntyre that pretty much warns Pretty Daily to mess with Gellis because he knows both of them for over 20 years. That as for their reaction, Kit Wilson calls Scotland a terrible country. <laughs> then challenges Gallus to meet them in the ring on Roblox. Um, then we go speaking of Tiffany Stratton and Katan Chance. They have a match now. They walk up. Stratton says Chance across the ring. Chance has a drop into the shoulder. Miss actually Stratton. She falls over to Hercaron, looks for one, but Tiffany catches the top row face first. Katana hits the back. Oh, Hercaron needed a head and a double stomp on the middle rope to the back of Stratton's neck. She tried Chance hits a kick as Alba Fire and Aladon hit down the ringside. Katana goes to the top local cross body, but Stratton catches her, falls over with the prettiest moonsault ever for the win at three minutes and 36 seconds. I give this five out of ten. Dad to the match, Trent grabs Mark Francis to come for the women's title. That will probably be the stand deliver match. I think. I did call it though. She I said she might win the title before the end of the year. But I don't know who else you could put the top like challenge for the title. Because Cora Jade, I don't know where she went. A lot of for Carrie, I haven't seen her in a while. And everybody else is eh. <laughs> doing other stuff or out with injury. So yeah. Then we go backstage to Josh Briggs, Brooke Jansen. Jansen looks apologized, but Briggs tells him to save it. He's no self. There issues with the women's tag champs, Kayon James and Fallon Henley. Brooks apologizes, and Briggs says apology. He says, you learn you don't get a do-overs in life, then they hug each other. As Josh Briggs says, he'll go talk to Kana. I think that's a bad idea. What do you think, John? Yeah, it might not be a smart move. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. No, that, that, I think that's a bad idea. Then we get Axman going on Hank Walker. They lock up, they trade submission holds for Axman slaps Hank. Hank screws on, but uh, Axman escapes it. Hank hits a big boot since Axman face first to the mat. Firefly with a draw kick in the knee, hits a crossbody off the top rope for a two count. Walker Firefly with a mad short tackle splash in the corner. Axman hits a knee to the jaw of Walker, then hits the going ratio for the win at three minutes 45 seconds. I get this four out of 10. Then after the match, Axiom tells Walker to respect him. And speaking of Grayson Waller, he's kind of pool up, kind of pool. <laughs> wow, I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> got the problem in the pool, sitting inside to your Michaels and the Grayson Waller effect, but warrants Michaels giving the respect he deserves. Or he'll make uh, Michaels do something he probably should never do again. Wait and see. And then the main event, uh, Carmelo Hayes going against Tyler Bate. So they lock up, then he trades submission holds. Bate offers his hand, but Hayes slaps it away. Bate rolls him up for. Sorry, rolls him up. Hayes reverses the ball. Bait kicks out. Basically, they're training each train pins with each other. 
Bait hits a uppercut, a back body drop, falls over a draw kick. Carmel rolls to the outside. Bait goes to the top, sends to the break. After the break, Carmel whips Bait into the corner. Bait charges the haze by Trick Boy and pulls him out of the way. Bait hits a running shooting star, puts an airplane spin. Full by right hand, hits a series of uppercuts, but Carmel fires back with a few forearms. Bait comes over right and left hands to the midsection, but Carmel plants it at the knee. Hits a cutter, climbs the top rope, but Bait beats it and hits a superplex. Comes to the top rope, Trick tries to interfere, but Bait fights him off. He goes flying, Mel takes advantage, rolls out of the way, code breaker, and a nothing by net for the win at 11 minutes and 20 seconds. I get this one 8 out of 10. I recommend checking this match out. So that was NXT. I say check out the opener and main event. That's probably the only two I say check out. But now Johnny Ray title roadblock for March 7th. Roll predictions. He's still here, John. Well, all our number predictions. So, <clears throat> Roxanne Perez defends the women's title against Mika Salamora. We have Tony D'Angelo against Die Jack and Daniel Street Fight. You have to win by throwing point into the cell. Braun Breaker, the actually champions with the Kree Brothers, because Indus here, Jinder Mahal. Gigi Dolan goes on JC Jane and Andre Chase goes to Joe Gacy. I see Perez retain the women's title. Dijak, I see Dijak win the street fight. Creep Rush and Breaker win the six man tag. I see Gigi Dolan and JC Jane go to a no contest. But if I pick a winner, I'd probably see Dolan. I'd probably see Joe Gacy defeating Andre Chase. Do you have any predictions, John? Oh, I had a technical difficulty there. No, that's okay. I was like, where do you go? <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, so did we run down the card again? Or yeah, that's uh just looking up here. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, this is NXT Roadblock, right? Yep, yep, March 7th. Yes, yes. March 7th, 2023. Yes. Roxanne Perez versus Miko Satomura. Yep, who do you have for that one? I'm going with Miko. All right. Yeah. I'm going to write these down so I don't. Last time I forgot your prediction. John's pick. I'm just writing these down for me as well, so if I don't forget. So you, so I got Roxanne Perez for that one. So the J-House Street fight, telling you Deandra Dijak, so you have to win by throwing putt into the cell. Remember that, old, remember that J-House match between Bossman and Nails back in 92? <laughs> That's where I got the five from that from. We're talking about the J-House Street fight? Yeah. yeah. I Dijak. I got Dijak for that one as well. Yep. Uh, six man tag. We have NXT tag champ Braun Breaker and Creed Brothers. Julius Brutus goes against Ender Sheer and Jinder Mahal. Who do you have for that one? Uh, Braun Breaker and the Creed Brothers. I got I said the same thing for that one. 
Uh, Gigi Dolan versus uh, JC Jane. Who do you got for that one? That's a difficult one. Yeah, that one. I I would say no. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a no contest. Like like yeah. if they just wrote out. But if I have to pick a winner, I say Joel Gigi Dolan. I'm gonna go the opposite way. Then I'm gonna go with JC Jane. It's a fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Do you think they do a match at uh stand deliver? Depends on how this one goes. That's true. That is true. Uh JC Jane. And then Andre Chase versus Joe Gacy. Who do you have for that one? Andre Chase. Okay, I'm gonna go off, so I'm gonna say Joe Gacy. All right. <laughs> there we go. There I'm gonna send it to you. So Nope. Lock, locked in. <laughs> and I'll buy it for predictions. So, John, uh, I don't know if you want to go with this rule, but if you want to change your picks, you have before showtime starts. <laughs> no, so, I'm, and... I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident with the ones I picked. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I don't want you bitching in the next episode. <laughs> well, you know that's going to happen. I know. I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but so our predictions. Basically, if you want to change them, change them before like show or pay review time. So, which, which be, makes sense. yeah, yeah, I, I know, but I just want to throw it out there on the yes, air yes, so yes. we have it. Yes, yes, yes. And then, so that was NXT. And then I'll round out MLW Underground right quick. My computer's acting up. There we go. So, from Tuesday, we had Lindsay Durow, the middleweight champion, and Microman defeating Delirious in many about one at eight minutes 31 seconds. Billy Starks defeat Cassidy, four minutes 41 seconds. And John Hannigan defeat David Richards, who was the national Oblate champion, to win the title at nine minutes 51 seconds. So, that was Tuesday shows. Now we'll go to Wednesday. Uh, go back to AEW Dynamite. So, John, I'm going to, I'll run them down and then I'll tell you. What you so Orange Cassidy defeat Bill Bill retaining the all eight title 20, 12 minutes and 23 seconds. I think we both said Cassidy on this one, but I can't remember. I should have wrote them down. I forgot. I know the ladder match and the main event you got wrong, but I'll get that in a sec. So the face of revolution ladder match powerhouse hops if you Ash Andrade, Air Fox, A Kingston Commander, Tonight's Kid, Kesha, Ortiz, and Eric Gavard, 13 minutes and 46 seconds. Glad Hops won, so he'll get the TNT Tall match on the Wednesday after Revolution. Chris Jericho defeat Pierre Avalon, 2 minutes and 29 seconds. Figured he was going to win that. Hook retains his FTW title against Matt Hardy, 4 minutes and 17 seconds. Riho defeat Tony Storm, 10 minutes and 7 seconds. And John, I got some sad news for you. your favorite team. The Butcher and Blade did not win the Battle Royal. No. <laughs> so the winners were best friends is Dan Houghton, All Night Jam, Orange Cassidy. They defeat Top Flight, Aussie Open, Jericho Priest Society, Dark Order, The Kingdom, Live Faction, and Ganabes. Blackpool Comic Lucha. Yeah, I know, I know, John. But hey, they made. Hey, they were the last team eliminated. They were they were close to winning. Well, but this this yeah. battle royale sucked. Like it was horrible. So they joined the. The champs to guns, the acclaim, and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal in the tag time match of Revolution, but we'll get to our predictions after I run them in Thursday shows right quick. But yeah, I, I knew you were going to be upset, John, when I said that. Yep. But so that was Dynamite. And then uh, All Star Junior Festival, that was March 5th from Corgano, Tokyo, Japan. So we had Yo representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, Soma Watanabe representing Glee, and Kasuma Sumi from DDT 
Fenomer Ewe from DDT, Akira Jom Denoji from Just Tap Out, Irayu Hashinero from CR1, Friedrich Drive on 10 minutes 55 seconds from the That's a Pre Show match, Six Man Tag Match with IWGP Junior Ever Champion Hiromu Takahashi representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, IGC Heavyweight Champion uh, Amakusuko from Noah, and Fujiya Hayato from Mansion Uncle Pro, Pro. Hayata from Noah, Yamato from Dragon Gate, and Kazuchika Hashimoto from Big Japan Wrestling by submission, 8 minutes for 2 seconds. <laughs> Tamman Tachim and KOD Tachim Mayo from DT and Ashim Konaga from Barasa Pro defeat shows from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Anara from 66 Pro. Vice qualification, 9 minutes 43 seconds. Just four guys, Nochibo Karma and Taka Mejinoku from New Japan and Jazz Tapo. Teams with Tashihito Takawawa from who is a free agent, Jun Kasai from Freedom Pro Wrestling, and Minoru Tanaka from Gleet defeat Master Sushi from Magical Pro Wrestling, Shogun Kamura from CR1, Leona from Tradition Wrestling, Chikaro from 2AW, and Kota Saiki Fuda from Big Japan Pro Wrestling for Death Bomb, Definitely Bomb 10 minutes 28 seconds. Hikaru Saito from Pancrasement and All Trample Wrestling Team, Ritsuki Taguchi from New Trample and Yamahito and Manora from Gamprey Pro to beat the Great Sasuke from Minute. Oh my god. Mishinoku Pro, Tigers Match from Osaka Pro, and Ban Baliba from Kahisho Pro by submission, 7 minutes 29 seconds. Number 0.6 Man Tag Champ, El Desperado from New Trample Wrestling, Forward June from CMML, they defeat 10 Man Tag Champ and 6 Man Tag Champ, Yoke Ino from DDT and Al Lenman from Gleep, and Doki and Haga from New Japan and Secret Base, Vipanko Loco, 10 minutes 34 seconds, 8 Man Tag Match in NW World Circle, Melway Champ, Mitsuko from CMML, Osaka Pros, Billy Can Kid, Alejandro from Noah, and Goroko Mass from Ryoko Dragon. Defeat New Japan Pro Wrestling's Bushi, Dragon Kid from Dragon Gate, Alan Street from CMML, and Black Monarante from All Japan Pro Wrestling by submission, 11 minutes 29 seconds. Sima from Glee defeat Kaijuka Hira from DDT for Miyora, 7 minutes 16 seconds. In a non title fatal father match, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Taiji Ishimori defeat Ninja Mad from Noah, Noah's Yohei, CML Silverado Jr., and Open Dream Gate Champ Shun from Dragon Gate, Vipuli Cross, 9 minutes 38 seconds. The match from from New Japan Pro Wrestling to be All Japan Pro Wrestling's Aizuki Oyagi via Resonante 2, 14 minutes and 24 seconds. That's the show from March 1st. And then we'll get to Thursday, March 2nd, yesterday's show. So we'll start with the Dragon Gate Raid, Day Paras, Night 14. This is the where the Summer Finals and Finals happened. So our first of two semifinals, we have this block A winners to decourage Yoki Yoshioka and Matt Oka Kiti Yuta defeat B block winners one. C Brats is open to Drinky Champ Shoes Galaka and Kai. Via Frog Splash on Kai, nine minutes and fifty-eight seconds. In the other semifinal match, the second winners of the B block M3 Kage Shimochi Mochizuki and Yashikana defeat A block winner ones, open the triangle gate champs goal classes, Kota Minior and BB Hulk. Feet pinfall on BB Hulk 12 minutes and 24 seconds. Seabrats and Seabrats is high on Asian versus Ultra Soki and Teal and Shisha ends a no contest, six minutes and two seconds. Don Fuji defeat Daka Ianaguchi via high minutes, seven minutes. And six minute tag team match with natural fives is open the Twin Gate champions, Kaizi and Big Bashimuchu. Team with Jackie Funky Kamei defeat M3K's is. Masasuki Moshuki and Moshuki Jr. and Shahiko Boy via running elbow smash on Shahiko Boy, 11 minutes and 39 seconds. 
tag team match, we had Natural Visors, Draw Machine J, and Jason Lee defeat Gold Classes, open the Brave Gate Champion Meteor, and open the Triangle Gate Champion Ben K. Via Machine Suplex and Ben K, 10 minutes, 59 seconds. Yep, Yamanato, Yonoki Doyle, Shuki Kano, and Takahashi Yoshida. They defeated the Dragon Dragon Kid Dia, Keiji Tor, and Ida defeated Frankensteiner on Keiji Tor, 10 minutes and 14 seconds. And they made the finals of the Ray DePrez, the Block A winners, the Kershi, B Block winners 2, M3, Keiji Mochi, Mashuki, and Yoshi Kana, Field Rolling Larry on Kana, 22 minutes and 54 seconds. So that was Dragon Gate. And then WWE main event, we had Meechin defeat Tamina five minutes and 19 seconds, and Cedric Alexander and Shell Vendron defeat Idris Nova and Move Blade six minutes and 43 seconds. Now I'll run down uh, Ring of Honor episode one from last night. So Mark Briscoe defeat Slim, defeat Slim J in nine minutes. Matt Taven, Mike Bennett of the King defeat Charlie Bro and Sean Dean of the Infantry four minutes 55 seconds. For the New Japan Pro Wrestling World TV dollars, Zack Sabre Jr. defeat Blake Christian, 12 minutes and 28 seconds. Christopher Diaz defeat Brohe Gradrew in 5 minutes. Can I get the catch to be Josh Woods, 10 minutes and 20 seconds. A non-tuttled six-man tag match with the, the champs, the Ambassador, Khan, Brian Cage, Toy No, Ina defeat Kujoki's LSG and Rick Wallace, 10 minutes and 13 seconds. Already far defeated Metalik, 7 minutes and 22 seconds. Masseray and Sky Blue defeat the Renegade Twins, Charlotte Robin Renegade, six and a half minutes. Win Nine Gill defeat Lady Frost, four minutes and 38 seconds. And Claudio Castanelli retains the Ringwell World Talk against AR Fox in 15 minutes and 36 seconds. And the final uh, episode of the rundown before our Revolution predictions Impact Wrestling from last night, uh, March 2nd. Mike Bailey defeats Shane Hayes, 10 minutes and 36 seconds. Kenny Kane defeats Kevin Knight, six minutes and two seconds. PCO to be exhibition champion Trey Miguel by DQ four minutes and seven seconds. And Bull closes Azos and Chris Bay defeat the Impact World Tag Champs some more shooting machine guns and 18 minutes and three seconds to win the tag team titles. All right, John, you're ready to have some revolution. Yes. So eight so we have eight matches. What do you think, John? Was that good enough, or do you think they should have one or two more for like pre-show? Mm. They could probably do a couple more. Like, I know they got the Iron Man match, but I mean, mm-hmm. I could see. Mm. Let me see. Let me bring up mine. All right. So we'll start with, well, one of the predictions I already know because you said on Sundays, but let me just bring up the matches real quick. Do-do-do. So we know the main event. So this will be from San Francisco, California, March 5th. We'll have a bonus episode. Or actually, we'll probably just do it on Friday's show. I know technically I'm breaking my own rules, but it's gonna be mm-hmm. starting to record anyway. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll start. With MJF defend the AW World Title against Brian Danielson in a 16 minute Iron Man match. John, who do you got? Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Yeah. Okay, let me. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna go with MJF retaining. Do you have an idea of what do you think the score is gonna be? Like, do you think they'll go down to like one? Do you think they'll pull up Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and do the top five minute overtime, or do you think they'll like one 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 nothing? Like, what do you think? Or you don't know? It's hard to say on that one. Yeah, right. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm going with MJF on that one. You're going with Brian Danielson on that one. And then the next match for the eight overall tag team titles. John, I'll give you two picks on this one. I, I already picked my two. We have the guns, Austin and Cole, and the champs defend against Anthony Bones, Matt Castro, the acclaim. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and Beth Friends is all like champ Orange Cassie and Dan Housen. Who do you got, John? Hmm. Where are Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy? Do you? No. You want another pick or is you gotta stick to that one? Well, well, if we're doing two. <coughs> yeah. Uh the guns. Okay, so we're we're half half agreed on this one because I said the guns or the acclaim. Mm-hmm. But I mean I wouldn't be I just hope Lethal and Jared don't win the titles because they already had a shot. But Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen, I could see it, but like not holding them for that like Transangelo, that's what I was looking for, like Transangelo champs. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't really care about this match too much, but I mean, hey, they might they might impress me about wait and see, John. <laughs> wait and see. And then a Texas death match with John Moxley for Heyman and Page. This is the fourth time these two are facing off. This one's actually hard for me, but I said Moxley for this one. Do you agree? Yeah, or... I agree with you on that. But I would be surprised if Heyman wins, though. I won't be mad, honestly, if Heyman wins, but I kind of hope Moxley wins. And then for the uh, TNT title, we have Samoa Joe defending against Warlow. I say Samoa Joe retains. What do you think? Same, John, or do you think Warlock? Yeah, 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 I'm going to say Samojo retains it. There we go. Well, Samojo also has the uh, Ring of Honor TV title, but, I mean, if Warlock wins, I mean, whatever. But, I mean, because the winner has to defend against Powerhouse Hobbs at Dynamite mm-hmm. after Revolution. Mm-hmm. I can see Warlock winning, but I don't know. I just don't, like, if you put the title on him, to, like, if you lose this to Hobbs, like, why? Like, what was the point, pretty much? Yeah. I feel like they're on a lose-lose in a way, though, because, like, Warlow wins, and let's say, like, he faces Hobbs, and Hobbs loses again in a title match. But if you have, let's say, Warlow wins, we'll just pretend Warlow won. Then, like, if he loses, like, what was the point of putting the title on him? You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be a very short title run. Like, he might also just keep the title on... Uh... It's more Joe. Yeah, but they probably also don't want to do... um. Heel for seal, but I mean, whatever. I'll I'll, I'll take either combination. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think my final prediction: Joe retains and John Sabo. They have done it before. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Uh, then we got Chris Jericho for Ricky Starks. I, this is the second time they're facing off. The first one was on the first time, like twenty twenty three. Jericho appreciate is being ban- banned from ringside. Who did I say for this one? Uh, I say Ricky Starks wins. Do you agree or do you think Jericho? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say Starks is probably going to win it. Do you think anyone interferes? I know JS can, but do you think like someone else will? Hard to say. I know he. I know Jericho did a trademark of um, Jericho show like him and Big Show when he teamed up in WWE like years ago. I could mm-hmm. see. Pa- I wouldn't be. I could see Paul White interfering, but I really hope Ricky Starks wins. Ozzy Jericho doesn't need to win. Well, Ozzy Starks doesn't either because he already beat him on the first time in twenty twenty three. But mm-hmm. if I had to pick a winner, Starks would be mine. 
and you're in the same boat as me. Uh, another one you can pick two picks on if you want uh, for the women's title. Jamie Hayer defends Soraya and Roby Soho. I have Jamie Hayer retaining. Are you in the same boat or yeah. SN, SNL? Yeah, I was, was going to say Jamie Hayer. Like this storyline, this whole... Like the... um. Like the story, I don't really care too much, but I can see. I hope Hater retains, but I hope Sorea. I think it's too soon for Soraya to um, win the title. Uh-huh. Sorry, I just let my dog out for a sec. Um, and so Soho had a couple of title shots already. I don't really see her winning, mm-hmm. but I, I, I overall. I mean, I'm probably going to say this a lot. It sounds like a broken record. But, I mean, I can see TK. I mean, Soraya had three matches, four matches now. Mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sake, Logan Paul had three matches. He already had a tall shot. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not – I don't really care about this whole outsiders. Like, we've seen that in the past in WCW. I don't know, really want to see it again. You know that meme, Amazon and Wish? I don't know if you ever seen those memes going around. Which one is that now? Like when you, when you, or like Walmart and Gucci or whatever. Basically, like you take something, they're like, oh, Walmart, or and then like the other things like Sellers or Target. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Basically, Outsiders would be the Amazon, and Saray and Tony Storm would be the Wish version, pretty much the female Wish version. <laughs> Fair enough. Because well, because they're doing the whole spray paint stuff like mm-hmm. NWO, but basically, don't yeah. leave that in the past. Like I don't care. Like I said on Sunday, like, I just need like, why do you hate the AEW originals? Like, like did did they kick you out of the locker room? Like, did they <laughs> piss you off? Something like what? They're, I need something. They were mean to me, <laughs> right? Uh, so Jay, so you're going you you, you stick a hater, Jamie Hater. Yeah. I I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna stick to one pick this time. Mostly mm-hmm. multi, I pick more, but I think this one is rare time sticking to one. Uh, trios tiles online, the elite. We did call. I mean, we figured they were gonna make this if, for if, if it was a if it was a four way, mm-hmm. I would say okay, we could pick two. This is yeah. only three way. Yeah. So I mean, your your fifty fifty odds are just that much increased if you pick two. Yeah, exactly. So I'll so we'll stick the one for triple threat for this time. Uh, Trio Stone, KO Man, the Young Bucks, the Elite, defending against Malachi Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, House of Black. This one's an actually another one hard I pick. I picked the elite to retain, but I wouldn't be mad if House of Black does win them. Same boat, John. Or do you think House of Black wins? I think House of Black's gonna win. House of Black. Mm-hmm. Write that down. You do do. They're playing their mental games with them. Mm-hmm. I think it, like they didn't really have too much because like basically Rampage and then Dynamite like only two shows for a build, but you knew it was gonna happen though. Um, here, but I, I think. This out of this whole eight match shows, this is like the only matches I'm looking forward to is the world title match, the Texas Death match, the this match of trios, and then the next one we're gonna talk about now. The no holds this was made yesterday, Christian Cage against Jungle Boy Jack Perry, no holds barred. This view's been going on for six, eight months. Well, I mean it gets delayed a couple of times because Christian Cage's been injured, not his fault, like the wrestlers. Um, I think Jungle Boy takes this one. 
Yeah, I can see that. Well, I mean, Chris, Chris gets the veteran. I mean, he beat Jungle Boy in that match at All Out back in September. It was 20 seconds, but again, Cage was injured, so they couldn't go for long. Uh, but I can see Jungle Boy. I hope Jungle Boy does win. Let me let Cage get the push. Are you the same boat as me, or are you going with Cage? Uh, no, I think Jungle Boy's gonna get it. Jungle Boy, do you think Luchasaurus gets involved, or do you think no? Mm, he might. I know he's been off TV for a while because I guess like his mask, he was getting lost. He was getting he, they had a lawsuit on him because of his mask or something. I don't know if you've seen that story mm -hmm. going around, but well, I mean, I haven't seen him since full gear, I believe it's been a while. I know it's been a few months, but I he might make his return, but. Wayne C, but that's revolution prediction. Do you have any idea, John? Do you think what match opens? Because I know the RMA match will be the main event, so. Mm, no. I could see uh, I could see either the No Holds Barn Trio or Texas Death Match starting. Mm -hmm. But because we know the World Tall is main event, so we know that's main event, but. I could see why those three start, but maybe they do the title, women's title, or Jericho and starts. But uh, any matches you're looking forward to? Well, there's a handful of matches I'm looking forward to in the next next few. So, uh, like from this show, like is there like a couple or? <clears throat> so from from the AEW. Yeah, for Revolution, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Brian Danielson win. I think that's the fight that I want to see for sure. That one looks good, yeah. Yeah. Um, Texas Deathmatch, I think, is going to be a good fight. Yeah, that one looks... That's two... Basically, my four, the two you just said, the Texas, the world title match, the trios match, and the no-holds-bar match are really the four. Mm-hmm. The ones I'm looking forward to the most, like the World Tag Team match, I don't really care too much. I mean, hey, they might have a good match, but I don't really care. Yeah. TT Tile match was all right, like if weirdly built. Jericho and Starks, I've seen it before. I really don't care anymore about this whole JS Stark storyline. Like, let's move on from that. Women's title match, it might be good. Wait and see, but I haven't been interested in the storyline as well. But I think they'll be good. But I can't mm -hmm. wait for Revolution. But we'll talk about it on next week's episode because yes by the time we record on sunday it'll be starting slash pathway done <laughs> pretty much yes yes so yep that was our show for this week we'll be back on sunday to the shows from friday saturday sunday with the exception of revolution <laughs> but thank john again thanks for being on like usual and we'll be back on sunday have a good one <laughs>